Greetings and salutations, it's your boy Darius D, and welcome back to the DD Fuego Show. If you are new here, welcome. All Fuego means, if you're wondering, is all it means is fire. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back once again. I appreciate all the support, all the encouragement that you give me, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. So on this episode today, we're going to be talking about the sneaker world, which is one of the worlds that I am a part of. I am a certified, bona fide sneaker sneakerhead, and all a sneakerhead is, is if you're not familiar with that type of vocabulary, all it means is you're really into sneakers, is one of um your favorite pastimes. You like to collect them, wear them, talk about them. For me, I enjoy all the aspects of it. I like sneaker art as well. I think sneakers in itself is art. If you are kind of new to the world, it kind of seems weird for you. And there's going to be a couple terms that I'll use, but I'll explain it as well as the show goes on. And it's just an interesting um, world. It's been around for a, a while, but it's just now getting a lot of notoriety a lot of people are on youtube doing sneaker reviews and stuff like that a couple guys that that i watch is bull one trc and he does sneaker reviews and clothing reviews and all that stuff another one is sneakerhead in the big go figure because i'm talking about sneakerheads and stuff like that and another one that i watch got the name but Wait, 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 it's coming back to me. I think it's Blazendary, but I don't really count him that much because he's more of a hype beast, and I'll talk about that later on in the show. But before we go on, as we customarily do on this channel, we talk about words. And today is April 19th, 2018. And the word of the day is headlong, which is without deliberation, pause, or delay. So that's what headlong means. Let's get into it a little bit more, actually. And it's an adverb, okay? So headlong is an adverb that you can use and add to your daily vernacular so you become smarter and Prove to your friends how smart you really are. So then that was found in the Merriam-Webster. Make sure you check that app out. If and I believe it's on, it should be on Google Play as well as um, iOS, which it would be the iTunes, I think Apple Store. So if you go to one of those things, one of those outlets, you can get the Merriam-Webster app. Now that we got that out the way, this is going to be a good show today. I'm your host, Darius D, with the DD Fuego Show. We're talking about sneakers today, my favorite sneakers mostly. And I'll just give you a little bit of the sneaker culture at hand in this episode. Don't go anywhere. Don't leave that chair. It's your boy, DD. You already know. Yeah, I'm still here. Do not fear. Do not fret. Okay, so today we're talking about sneakers and 
the culture behind sneakers and all that stuff. But before we do that, we need to talk about the history of those sneakers. Now, sneakers has been around since, I believe, the early 1900s, if I did my homework correct. Now, one of the first people that solidified sneakers, in my opinion, would be Phil Knight. And that is the CEO of Nike. He, along with one of his old Oregon, I think the University of Oregon, one of his coaches there, were the first ones to develop like a better version of a track shoe. So they got that there. They developed it. And then over time, it's gone forward and forward and forward to where where we are today, where people are reselling shoes for like 15000 I think the most expensive shoe in like the game that I know of is probably like the Nike Air Mag. And I think that's going for around like $10,000. So yeah, it's a bit steep. But the number one shoes that I like a bit, like I like them, but I don't like them that much. I would pay that much because like I'm pretty frugal. So I don't want to spend that much money on um shoes. The max I would spend is probably 300 for retail. Now I'm going to talk about the difference. So resell, it means when you buy a shoe and then you resell it and then you sell it for more than it is actually worth, worth right? Retail is like, what the publishers sell it for. So your Adidas, your Nikes, they sell it for retail. You buy it and you can flip it for more. So technically the sneaker business is a good way to gain profit. It's a good way to get business savvy. A lot of these kids have their own stores and stuff like that. I know a couple of kids that have their own stores. You can sell it online. As long as you're, and I think it's a good thing, but like sometimes it can get out of hand because you, you're trying to get a good sneaker, one that you actually like, and then they're trying to crack your head open. Like, I think for the Jordan Breads, they came out last year, and all bread means is black and red. So visualize that in your mind. Someone tried to resell it on Facebook like Facebook Marketplace for like 650 even though the retail itself is like 200 So I'm like, that's how serious it can get. It's like a game. It's a hunger. It's a culture. It's what people live and breathe. And I'm one of those people in that culture. So I talked about Hypebeast and all Hypebeast is, because I mentioned it in the intro, uh, all of that is is a person who only buys it for the hype, which is basically why it's called hype piece. So they don't really care about the history. They don't really care about the art. They just know that because Kanye wore it, or they just know because Pharrell did a collab. They just know because Ronnie Feig, I'm just naming designers and artists and stuff like that. Because those people wore it, have it, made it, and people like it, it gives them clout. What clout is, is just notoriety. It's just a young person's term for notoriety. So that's all it means. So it just gives you that a sense of um accomplishment. It's and to like in a sense stunt on people like yo I got the new Yeezys. What you got? You rocking those um old Payless boots? Whatever. Kind of stunt on them. It's cool, but like I'm not I'm not that type of guy. I like what I like in shoes. So some shoes that I have most some people might not like, but for the most part. 
to each is his own, I think, with shoes. Like, I wouldn't, unless the shoe looks actually whack, I would blame the designer, not the person who likes the shoe. Because if you like that design, that's you, but that's not me. I don't like that design. But as I digress, I'm going to talk about right now. Right now, I'm going to speak about the number one shoe brand for me. And most of the people who are listening right now know about this shoe brand. It's called Nike Air Jordan. So basically, you guys probably have heard of this shoe. If you have it, you've been living under a rock. This shoe has been around since 1985. And Michael Jordan is the first person in NBA history to ever get his own signature sneaker. Before them, for him, no one ever had that. They just had, they would be signed to Converse and they would get a colorway. That's not the same thing as having your own signature sneakers. So he was the first one who did that in 1985. And the reason why I keep mentioning 1985 is because that's the year his first shoe came out. Jordan Air, Jordan Air 1, but we call it Retro 1 because technically it's a retro now. But the Jordan Air Retro 1 is my one of my favorite Jordans. I'm only going to mention two Jordans. This shoe is like a classic. Most people would say it's the best Jordan shoe of all time. I don't agree with that. But it's still one of my favorites. I really love this shoe. I don't have a pair yet. I'm trying to get one because they sell out quick. That's why. And it's a reasonable price. If you're in America, it's going to ring you about like 160 off the hip. If you're from Canada, it's going to be like 20. No, 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 no. Chill, chill, chill. Okay, it's going to be like 215 mostly. Depend, depending on what province you're in. Some cost more than others. I don't know why, but what I know in Ontario, it's usually 215 Depending on the colorway, I don't... For me personally, as long as it matches my color palette that I have in my closet, then usually I'll be okay with whatever colorway it is. As long as it matches my clothing palette, then I'm going to be good off that. So I have no worries about that. Here's the history of the shoe. I mentioned the bread ones. That was considered also the band shoes and if anybody who's a basketball historian as well as um, as well as I they know that Michael Jordan's shoe was banned in 1985 because of like the color blocking on the shoe and I think it's because it either had white soles I think and the commissioner at that time had to find Jordan like money each time he wore those shoes so it's really iconic it broke like the barriers of sneakers and how they're made. And it just brought a sense of freedom also for future players like LeBron, your Kobe's, your um, Kevin Garnett's, because now they have their own sneakers. Now they can wear their own shoes on the court and so on and so forth. And they can get their own collab, like Penny Hardaway with the foam posit line. He had that as well. And I really like the Jordan one. It's a classic, sleek-looking shoe. It's similar to the Air Force ones, but it's a little bit more sleek, as I mentioned before. The leather is really good, especially on the shattered backboards, which is color scheme is comprised of orange, black, and white. 
the ones that I missed out on last week, last weekend, I think it was the shadows, which is the color palette is black, gray, and white. And you can't go go you can't go wrong with that because come on, like those are monotone chains. You can probably just mash that with pretty much anything in your closet. So that's those are the ones I missed out on. And other than the Jordan 1, I also like the Jordan 8. The Jordan 8 is the shoe, the third shoe that he won his third title in. So after the three-peat from 1991 to 93, before he retired for the first time, he had the Jordan 8, and that's the one that has the straps over the... I think it's not over the toe box, but it's right over the middle part of the shoe. Like, so right above the tongue. So it, it has a, a cross strap. So kind of visualize that, or you can just look up pictures. Now, that one is one of my favorite ones. I never got that one yet either. I'm looking forward to get that one. But the, my favorite color way of that silhouette would be the chromes or the aquas the chrome one basically is the same color palette as the shadows the shadow ones it's just black gray and white and then for the aquas it's more of like a turquoise purple and black and a splash of gray on that one so that those are the two shoes from the jordan line that i appreciate the most jordan line is probably considered especially in sneaker culture one of the forefathers of the sneaker culture itself. It birthed sneaker culture from basketball to hip hop, whatever you name it, it has played a part. Even skateboarders like Jordans as well. So that's what I think about Jordan shoes. It played a big factor in that culture. So as the show goes forward, I'll talk about other brands, other shoes, that I do like, that I either have or that I would like to have. And I hope you guys are enjoying. I hope you guys are listening still. And this is the DD Frigo Show. We will be right back. All right, yo. So we guys, 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 you guys, we are back here. Now, I just want to share this little story with you. Um, Growing up in high school, like I think it was around grade 11, I had these pair called pair of shoes called um the Nike Flight Glove. Now, <laughs> I really like that shoe. It has a special place in my heart, to be honest with you. And it's a really cool-looking shoe. It was worn by one of the best defensive players of all time, Gary Payton, who used to play for the Supersonics. He also played for the LA Lakers and the finally won his first championship with the uh, Miami Heat. And that's the exact colorway that I have. I have the Miami Heat, Gary Payton, the glove shoes. And a lot of people back in high school that weren't familiar with the culture, some of them didn't like it. They tried to roast my shoes, but I'm like, I'm comfortable with who I am. I don't care. Like, I'm going to wear these shoes. I'm going to rock it. And I liked it. And they have a secret nickname for it. And if you went to Ajax High, you know it, especially if you're in my class, like the class of 90, no, no, the class of, 2016 you do know they're called shoe coats that was the nickname for it it was called the gloves like all the hoopers knew knew it as 
the gloves because that's what it's called. But they thought the people who aren't familiar with that silhouette of a shoe, a they usually think it was ugly. I didn't care about that, but they usually called it shoe coats. Don't understand it, still don't. But I go with it because you know it's kind of funny, you know, a little joke here and there, a little a little jokey joke. So it's, it's something like. But anyways, back to the topic at hand, we're talking about shoes that I like, shoes that are important to sneaker culture. Now, if you're not into sneaker culture that much, I suggest these two following shoes for you. Number one, the Converse. Number two, Vans. Now, Converse is a one of the older shoes. It's been in the NBA for a while. I'll, I'll name a few basketball players that used to wear them. One of them was Jerry West. Another one of them was Dr. J, and I'll name it. One that most people should know because of TV is Magic Johnson. Now, the ones that I'm talking about right now aren't the ones that Magic Johnson wore. He wore the Converse weapons. The ones that I'm talking about right now are the All-Stars. These ones are the ones that you've probably seen on the road before. A lot of people have it. There's knockoffs at Payless. If you want to go get those ones, go ahead. But the ones that I have in my closet right now are the all-star low ones, the low cut ones. And then I used to have the mid, I think it was mid top or high top all-stars. And they were, they were black. I believe they were black and they actually look good. And I, I think I was wearing them back in grade six. It's a good shoe. Not the best for walking around all the time. I would say, like, if you're just going to school, like, if you're in university, you're just going, like, the class or hanging out with or just walking around to, like, a party downtown or something like that, go ahead, purchase it. It goes good with uh, an outfit. If you're a girl and you're going to Coachella, well, that's already passed now, but, like, for future or Veld or whatever, you just get the white pair. I know that's kind of, like, risky because... It is veiled, and we know what happens there. But the white pair is not the thing with Converse is not that expensive. I think over here it's like sixty five dollars for the lows, seventy dollars for the highs, top ones, and then I don't know. I think women's sizes are cheaper, so you guys should be good. But yeah, it really doesn't matter because like it. It's not expensive. I think the highest I've ever seen um, Converse go for is, um, no, yeah, yeah, it's the CDG Comme des Garçons collab, and it went for, like, 120 which is actually, for me, that's not even that expensive, but I know some people will be like, yo, you're going to spend, like, 120 for a pair of shoes. That's crazy, but. Trust me, you haven't seen the prices I've seen, like, at Flight Club and stuff. The prices prices be going through the roof and stuff. So, yeah, the Converse is a good classic shoe. You can wear it, and the more beat up it looks, the better it looks, in my opinion. Uh, The thing with the Converse is you might actually want to go a size down because, like, like I I have it in my true size, which is size thirteen. Size thirteen. I am six six, so technically, yeah, size thirteen is fine. 
But like even with that being the case, it still feels big on my feet. And because I am into sneakers, I know which shoes I should wear true to the size and which shoes I shouldn't. Like I think for some of the runners, like the NMDs and stuff like that, you might want to go a size up because your toes could be bunched up depending on how your feet look. So my feet are more narrow. So it might look bunched up at the front. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, it depends on the make of the shoe. Some shoes I have are 13, some shoes I have are 14. And mostly the shoes that I get that are 14, I usually buy them online because like, I could probably send them back, but for some of them I have that that I bought online, they're usually size 14, so I'm between sizes. The second shoe that I just mentioned was also Vans. Vans are a very good alternative. I know it's a skateboarder brand. You know, some people will be like, yo, why are you wearing um Vans? Well, I know back in the day you used to say that, but not anymore, but it's a good alternative. The ones that I usually wear are the old school highs, skate highs. And I also want the skate lows. Those are really cheap as well. Same price range as um a Converse. So like for back to school shopping, just or you just need something to wear to beat up, like your everyday shoes. It's fine. Like I know like one of my homies, um uh, from school right now at U of T. Like he told me that he prefers just to wear Vans and Chucks. Chucks is another word for Converse. He likes to wear. Bands and chucks because you could just wear those ones, beat them up, probably get like oh, or like five of them for the equivalent of like two Air Jordans price range, and then he can just go all out, go all out, and like buy the expensive like off-white Gucci shirts and all that stuff. So like some people do that. Uh, am I a fan of buying like super expensive clothes? No, because I'm frugal. So if it's on sale, then I'll pick it up. If not. It's staying on the rack where it belongs. So, yeah, those are the two shoes that I like. The history, I think for Chuck Taylor's, is like in the early 1900s as well as um the Nike. No, actually, Nike's. Yeah, Nike, Nike's relatively new, actually. It's not too, too old. Like, Tinker is a designer, one of the designers from Nike. He designed the Nike Air Max. You saw it in... Forrest Gump when he was running in the desert and stuff like that, but I do believe um oh yeah he yeah he designed the Air Max and I think he designed the it wasn't the Blazer I think it was uh, Nike I uh, <laughs> I don't even remember but it doesn't matter so. The Converse, Chuck Taylor's, the designer is Chuck Taylor. You check those ones out. Chuck Taylor's are really reasonable. Converse, check it out. Vans also, it has comes in a plethora of colors, so it doesn't really matter. They also have other shoes within their organization. So I know the Vans, they have newer models now that they're coming up with, and along with Converse, because Converse is actually good because a lot of um, artists are going to them now. They're getting a lot of collabs lately. I know Tyler, the creator, did one recently with the Converse one, and Vince Staples also did one. So you guys should really check out 
Converse and Vans if you want to add them to your collection. They're very inexpensive, reasonable, practical, not the best when it comes to walking around. And I'll get into that into the next segment, talking about best shoes for that as well. So as the show goes forward, make sure you write some of this stuff down. Remember, get your chucks, get some vans. They're very practical. And I'll talk about the runners and type of runners that I like in the next segment. Thank you for listening so far. This is the DD Fuego Show. We will be right back. Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, it's your boy, DSD. All right, so we're talking about sneaker culture. One of the sneakers or one of the types of sneakers that is really common today and is actually very practical for everybody, it is runners. or it, Yeah, it is runners. Though. But runners are, are basically shoes that are more comfortable, but they're still aesthetically pleasing. So one of the top forerunners for this whole genre of sneakers, I'd say genre type of sneakers, is the brand Adidas. Now, brand Adidas has Yeezy, and Yeezy is Kanye's line. So he has a lot of um, runner-esque looking shoes. So his whole Yeezy shoes for Adidas anyway is more of the on the runner train especially with the Yeezy 350s, whether they're the V2 or the original, like the first season, they look like runners. And runners are mostly, if you're not familiar with the term or what they look like, I'll just give you a quick picture here. It's normally like lightweight type shoes that are kind of sleek and slender, right? And they have like a look that picture like kind of like a Ferrari type look. So like, you know how Ferraris look sleek and they look slim. Basically that's what a runner, the shape kind of reminds me of. I would say it's not as bulky as like a Timberland boot. It's not as bulky as a up-tempo. It's a nice, light, sleek shoe. The shoes that I have that are runners in my closet, I think I have one of them. It's the NMDs, Adidas NMDs. Those are one of the first runners I ever bought. Ones that I actually would like to buy one day are the Sockinis. Those ones are nice. They're actually very cheap as well. The most expensive I've ever seen them go for is probably like 130 most of them are usually run as low as 55 bucks. So I'm like, yo, <laughs> $55, man, I'm, I'm trying to call those. So those are nice. A6 is nice as well. And the thing with these runners, right, and I'm pretty sure Nike just released a new model called the React. And they also have another one called the Air Max 270. And Adidas, before I go and talk about what runners Okay, so Adidas has the boost material, which is a type of material that's kind of like soft, cushiony. It's in the midsole, so that when you step, it doesn't even feel like you're wearing shoes. Like when I first got the NMDs, it didn't even feel like I was wearing shoes. I knew I was wearing shoes because I looked down there on my feet, but that's how good the material is on the shoes. 
They're lightweight type of shoes. Nike has the Nike Flyknit trainers, and they also have the Flyknit racers and all that stuff. And those types of running runners, those ones are pretty nice as well. They're actually pretty light because of the Flyknit material. So basically, Flyknit material is the material that goes around on the upper part of the shoe. And that material is very light, very, it's also pretty durable as well. Like the way you would, if you were to go to the store and they like try the material, you would think it's like flimsy and it would rip, but they're very sturdy. I have flying in Air Force Ones, which is basically taking the flying in material and putting it on an Air Force One. And it's actually very good. It's pretty durable. I got it on sale at the Nike outlet in Buffalo for 40 bucks on the back wall. Shout out to my brother. He's the one that found it. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. These runners are good, practical. They're stylish. You can style them with most things. I say most things, not everything. You're not going to wear fly, like flying racers with a, a tux. That would be insane, but for the most part, in your everyday clothes, you can style it up nice depending on what shoe it is. I would say, like, the more upscale the racer, like the more upscale the event, different shoes would apply to it. So I'd say like NMDs would be like more casual, but for um, say if you're going to a dinner or something like that, you could probably get away with all black flying knit trainers. Those ones would actually work a little bit better than the NMDs. The NMDs kind of look more um casual as i said before so the runners you guys should cop one pair depending on like what your taste and brand is i know some people don't like one of my mentors he doesn't buy anything in nike because of the sweatshop so there's an alternative for anything so for nike if you don't like nike if you don't like the adidas of the world like so if you don't like those type of brands because of what is speculated what you can do is you can go to Saucony they have good runners as well or you can go to A6 I think Under Armour is coming up with some Reebok has the Reebok classics I categorize that into runners and like runners in itself it has a lot of collabs as well like with different designers and with those designers they actually make people want to buy runners now like in my sneaker culture in the sneaker culture we are noticing now that a lot of people are not just buying jordans anymore they're not buying just basketball shoes they're buying the runners now it gives you an alternative if you don't like just the everyday jordans or the lebrons or the kobe's you can actually go to your bodega you can go to whenever and bodega is basically a store in new york I think it's only in New York. Yeah, it's in New York. And you can get your um trainers. And the thing with trainers, they're not... Well, trainers... Yeah, because... Okay, <laughs> before I get you guys confused, okay, trainers is another word for runners. In America, we... In, like, North America, we usually say runners. In Europe and stuff, they call it trainers, especially in the UK. But it's the same thing, like... It's kind of like how Jamaicans call shoes crep. It's the same thing. So I would say with trainers slash runners, 
those are not that expensive. They're nice. They're comfortable. Keyword comfort, especially with like the ultra boost and all that extra stuff. They're comfortable. They're also stylish. You can style them with a plethora of different um clothing. I would just stay away from mixing mixing it with the formal wear like your suits and stuff like that because that just look tacky. But with just everyday clothing or just a little bit upscale, like say if you're going to a restaurant or uh, or a special event downtown or a game or something like that, those work really well. They look well. Top of the, one of the ones that I recommend the most, especially if you're not really into the sneaker business, but you just want a good pair of shoes, I suggest you get the NMDs. They're not that expensive. I also are starting to like the Nike max 270 those ones are looking pretty nice i like how they look and another one that i would actually oh yeah 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 yeah. the adidas and niki those ones are pretty cheap they go for like mostly a hundred dollars if i'm correct yeah so it's not too expensive if you're, if you're just trying to get your foot into it. like dip t- test the waters with that just go Try those ones out that I had mentioned. Also, make sure with some of them, I know for myself, NMDs, they, since the material is so thin, because I think I talked about it in the last segment, but I'm going to just reiterate it like one more time. So this is the problem with runners sometimes. Sometimes, depending on the material of the shoes, if it's thinner material like fly knits or prime knit, prime knit is a, Find it. It's a, like a fine material, but it's with Adidas's brand. If you look at those types of materials, when you wear them, it makes your toes, especially because I'm a slender person and my feet are long, not broad, it can make your toes bunched up at the front. So you kind of want to go a size up. So just so you can get that nice fit. I think for the Yeezys, which most of you guys probably can afford they can but it's just you probably don't want to because like sometimes they go up to like the thousands but i think we should be good because the average resale price now is like between i think it's like 400 to 600 but with those with the yeezy i think those should you should go true to size it won't be too bunched up at the front so those are the sneakers they're called trainers slash runners. You can get it at pretty much most sneaker brands. And even, I think they sell trainers slash runners at H&M. So like, you don't even have to go to a sneaker brand. They have alternatives elsewhere that I think Zara sells them as well. So needless to say, it's a good look, clean look. It usually goes with the tech wear look or just like a classic fit. Or I think there's another look at it right now. It's not really like the hype piece look because you would have to have like a lot of Supreme and Bape and CDG and all that stuff. But like it goes pretty much with everything. I need to get more actually. I'm planning on getting some Flyknit trainers or some Nike Max 270s. Those are the ones that I like the most. Those are trainers slash runners i like them a lot 
and I promise you, you guys will like them too because of the comfort level. And I would say with those, since you it's so comfortable, you can wear them. Actually, a, a good example would be um, wearing them to an amusement park, wearing them if you're walking at the mall, wear them if you're just like walking around downtown with your friends or your family members or whatever. Or like even hiking, it depends on what shoe for hiking because like some of them are the soles are too thin and you can actually get yourself injured and i wouldn't want that for my viewers definitely don't want that for my viewers so just be cognizant of where you're going when you are wearing the shoes okay depending on what brand depending on what silhouette you purchase all right that's been it for the trainers slash runners i'm gonna go to the next segment this segment are shoes that i would like to buy one day add to my collection and it's going to be incorporated with the segment that you all know wrap it up dd don't go anywhere this has been your boy Darius d and we'll be right back Okay, we're back with the final segment of this show. It's been a blast so far for me. Hope it was for you. This is called a segment I like to call Wrap It Up DD. And this, and in, well, in this segment, we're going to be talking about top five shoes that I actually want in my collection. And starting off with number one, I talked about the Jordan Retro 8. Now, this silhouette is special to me because that's one of the Jordans that I actually wanted since I was in, I think it was in grade eight. I haven't got it yet. And the colorway that I wanted to talk about before is the Chrome 8, which is basically a simple colorway with your black, your gray, and your white. It kind of resells for not that much, like 250 so I'll probably get it on later later on in life and stuff like that. So, or if it re-debuts, not re-debuts, but if it gets restocked again, I'll definitely pick them up in the future. It's one of the one of those good looking shoes I like. Classic colorways, can't go wrong with that. Okay, so the next one is the Royal Ones. Now this is the Jordan Retro One silhouette. It's been a special place to me. I've always liked the Jordan 1, depending on the colorway. It's just a classic colorway. It's black, blue, and white. Can't go wrong with that either. It's a nice offset piece. So, like, it can actually pop depending on what your wardrobe looks like. So, I'm I'm with that. I really want the Royal Ones. The second, no, no, that was the second. The third one that I would like is the Special Forces Air Force One in the olive colorway. It's basically the Air Force One on steroids. It's crazy, like the all the details that's on the shoe, ridiculous. It's one of my favorite shoes so far. I haven't got the colorway yet. I'm just, I was just trying to look for the right one. I almost bought the blue ones, but like for what they were selling it for, it was like two, I think it was like 250, but they brought it down to like 163 and I missed it in my size. So like I slipped up still, I messed up on that one. But that's one shoe that I would like, but in the colorway that I would like it in is the olive colorway. Now that's a good colorway that I would want is the olive colorway. Now 
if you don't know what that color looks like, it's basically like a forest green type thing, colorway, like it's a color, kind of like a darkish green tint. It usually goes good with fall colors. And another shoe that I would like, this is shoe number four, is LeBron South Beach. And this is the LeBron 9s. Now, I'm a huge, avid LeBron fan. Some people don't like him. Some people call them the Choke Games. That's my nickname for him. <laughs> like, me and my little brother, we call him the Choke Games sometimes because, like, sometimes he chokes. Like, cause, and it's really just making fun of people who make fun of him who call him the choke. I just think it's a funny nickname. But I'm still his fan. I've been his fan since he came into the league in 03. Really started following him heavy when I he dropped the LeBron 4. And I actually put that on my honorable mentions list, the LeBron 4. Because I was supposed to get that shoe when I was in grade 3. But the problem is I had big feet because I was like a bigger kid. So I was like, I think it was like a size nine in grade three. So I couldn't get this shoe because they sold out because LeBron is and was huge then. So I couldn't get this shoe in my size. My brother ended up locking up and getting it. My uncle copped it for him, got it, whatever. But the LeBron 4 is in my honorable mention, but the LeBron 9 South Beach is in my, one of the shoes that I actually want. I think it's the nines, and then for my last shoe is the Kobe nines slash 11, but we'll put them together, but I still will say the nine in the Beethoven colorway. It was like a white, gray, and black one. As you can see, there's a common trend. I like those types of shoes. I also like bright shoes and loud shoes, but depending on how I'm feeling that day and what Cause like I like a lot of silhouettes that are kind of out there and different, and my boys would be like, "Yo, don't cop that, bro." Like, are you? But I'm also practical, so it's a mixture. I'm a mixture of both. So for this one though, for the Kobe Nine Beethovens, those are the ones that I want. Couldn't get them when they dropped. I think in 2013. I like how they look, and then also I think I'll talk about the Kobe Eleven. Bruce Lee's, those are the more wild ones because it comes in like a yellow, red, and black. So I like those ones. And yeah, they're they're actually pretty fire. If you look online, just search them up, Kobe 11, Bruce Lee's, and, and you actually, the, the story. And that's why I like sneakers because sneakers, they tell stories if you don't really know about it like that much. Like the naked eye, it just looks like, okay, this is a shoe with a color palette, it's whatever. But if you look how the shoe is made, like the make of the shoe, the mold of the shoe, then you look at the story behind the shoe, like I was talking about the band Jordan 1s, it tells a story and it brings a community together and paints a picture on your feet. It's artwork. In my eyes, it's artwork. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the DD Fuego Show. I pray and I hope and I hope and I pray that you guys Share this podcast with your family, with your friends. Because on this show, we talk about various things. Some things mundane, some things controversial. But we will talk about them. I hope you laughed a little bit. I hope you enjoyed it a lot. And in future weeks, we will have different guest hosts. I got a couple people booked. 
we don't know how it's going to work out yet. Then again, because everybody has their own schedule, but I know and I hope it works out because I'm trying to get more people on this show. I pray and I hope and I hope and I pray that you guys come back on for the next episode. It's been a pleasure being here with you guys once again. Y'all be blessed and just chill to the next episode.